everyone. Welcome to the Dear Family Courts podcast. My name is Lisa Welter and I'm your host today. Friends, we have a special treat today. I want you to just be a fly on the wall and listen to my friend Heather talk about how she has used these skills in her own family, uh, a blended family and in her marriage. And I just want you to hear the success of what she has experienced by diving deep, learning these restorative practices, and then bringing them into her household. So just kick back, uh, listen to this really powerful story, and see how this might be a possibility for you and with your loved ones. Heather, so great to have you with me, friends. I have my very good friend, Heather. Heather, we've known each other for a long time. I can't believe here we are hanging out on a podcast together instead of maybe on your back patio or over a cup of coffee or lunch. So thank you for jumping in with me today. Absolutely. Yes. I I remember meeting you um, very vividly (laughs) back in 2008, if you can believe that. Oh my gosh. I didn't have the date down. <laughs> yep. I remember. And it's when, when I, um, you know, began going to Eagle Brook and made a decision to say yes to Christ and you were, played a big part in, in that. And so, um, just really happy to be here today. Oh my goodness, Heather. Well, it's a pleasure. I feel like whenever we're together, I feel like I walk away a better person. So thank you for the way that you sharpen me and make me a better parent and mom and and just person in general. It's a, it's a mutual benefit. That is so true. Back at you. (laughs) Well, we are talking about restorative practices in families and how they work. And I have had such a fine, fun time teaching and equipping you. It's been almost a year, I think. And I know that you've had a little bit of an opportunity to practice this and for, for those that get started in circles, it can be a little awkward at first. Would you say it was the same way for you? Yes, I, I would definitely agree with that. It is um, definitely a process that I had not experienced prior to your teaching. Um, yeah. and, but it, was, it also equally intrigued me, the concept, and just knowing that you, know, the, you sharing the, the outcome of strengthening relationships, you know, allowing for clarity in, in conversation, conflict resolution. And, you know, that, that is just really such a strong goal and wish of mine, you know, as, as, you know, being remarried into a blended family. Yes, boy. And when we think about our blended families, that was really my starting point too. And, um, it's really become kind of the catalyst of where I've had the opportunity to bring more of like a restorative leadership presence into my conversations and into my relationships, but also for how I hold myself accountable. You know, what I say and do the way I do it. Um, I needed accountability too, because things would trigger me. Sometimes I would get really angry and I would say things that I didn't mean, or I would behave in a way that I didn't necessarily want to do. And I've found that when I learned circle, it gave me a framework to hold myself in a little bit more of a steady presence, um, which has been really helpful. So Heather, I would love for you to just share why you chose to use circle and what did it kind of look like for you? And you can go as deep or as broad as you want with this. We just want to be so respectful of you, your loved ones, um, family and friends. So Lead us through what that, why you did that and what it looked like. 
I'd be happy to. And, and just to give a little bit of a backdrop, um, I was remarried. So I, I was divorced, gosh, back in 2004. And I was remarried into a blended family in 2017. And both my husband and myself, you know, we're in our later years in life, right? Where, you know, we're well established um, in just kind of our routines, our daily routines, our family traditions, our careers, um, as just a few examples. And, and I think we're, we all know biblically, bl blended families um, really weren't meant to happen, right? And so naturally, it, 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 you understand that they're going to be very complex and complicated. Yeah. And, you know, to further complicate our blended family story, when my husband met his late wife, she had three children. And after they were married, they had two more children. And I also have two children from my first family. So you think about, you know, it's, it's really blended more than once. Absolutely. And, yeah. And, you know, my husband and I, you know, it, we always have had and continue to have the same goal for our family. And that's truly uh, to love one another, to lead by example, and for our children to live happy and healthy lives. And, you know, it, it does really sound so simple, but it really isn't. And no. yeah, <laughs> if, if you think about, you know, just, you know, again, we're, we're later in our years. And so we've had different upbringings. We have different communication styles, different parenting styles, different love languages. And, and I could go on and on about the many differences uh, that the two of us have. And then to just kind of think even further uh, within our family, there's mental illness, there's former drug abuse, and there are broken relationships. Mm. And I and I think the, the, the other thing I would just end a little bit with is neither my husband or I were really um, taught how to resolve conflict. As a matter of fact, I was taught when there was conflict that you would just shut down. My parents wouldn't try to, to help me think through the conflict or, or how to resolve it or even learn from it. It would be more of if there was a situation uh, that came up, you know, I would get grounded and, and sent to my room and really not understanding, you know, what steps or what learning or what I could apply differently. And, and my husband very similarly, right? So, you know, I think not, not really learning the skill of resolving conflict further, um, you know, created challenges. Totally. Well, Heather, you know, I can just affirm with you that that is how most people are you know raised and what we're taught and so I totally resonate with what you're saying but keep going this is great okay and so you know my husband and I you know we're, we're high achievers and again we have the same goal in mind and that's to bring our blended family together and to live a happy life together and so you know we went to marriage counseling and we also went to prayer healing sessions. We went to, you know, uh, as a couple, we also went individually and we did this for a year and a half. And, you know, I, I think we got definitely got some value out of it, but likely because of the differences in our communication styles, just our thinking patterns and approaches, we experienced a lot of spin and I think sometimes it even made the situation worse. And, and many times left, you know, the, those counseling sessions frustrated. Mm. 
And so it just felt really defeating. And that's why when I heard about circles from you, and again, the focus on helping families strengthen relationships and work through conflict, bringing them closer together, I was completely intrigued. And how can I sign up for this? I saw it as a different method to stop the sin of repeated misunderstanding and conflict within my marriage and our, our blended family. Wow. Heather, I think you're really narrowing in on that spinning sense. If you're feeling like you're spinning and it's just going nowhere, you're trying all these different avenues, which are good, right? There, there's nothing wrong with marriage counseling and uh, the prayer and healing ministries, but I can, uh, I can appreciate what that spinning sense feels like and, and uh, what circle can offer in those moments when you feel stuck in the same repeated issues. So keep going. (laughs) Okay. So, you know, what did it look like for me? Well, I was on board with trying it right. Just through my learning um, and understanding from you and just hearing some stories, but I I wondered if my husband would be on board and um, you know, I think that that's always a challenge, right. Um, In, in, inviting somebody that isn't familiar with the process. And so what I did was, is I sat down and I talked to my husband about the process and he happens to know you and he has a high level of regard and respect and knows how much you love the two of us as a couple. And, and, you know, he, he was equally frustrated with our spinning. And so he agreed to give it a try. And, you know, I will say he, he went into it reluctant. He really doesn't like any type of group activities and, and he is an introvert. Right. And so, um, you know, it wasn't easy, but, um, I was grateful that, that he was willing to give it a a try. And so, as you know, we tried our first, um, circles circle session with a circle keeper. And what I would say is it was super helpful to start that way, um, to have somebody that, had led circles, that had experience with circles, and that also knew about my my husband and myself. And so we talked about, you know, what values were important to us um, and really set up, set the stage for during our time together. And what we agreed upon was, is that we will have mutual respect. We will trust one another. We will be honest and we will be vulnerable. And I think setting the stage and just reminding ourselves of our commitment to those values um, was, was definitely a difference maker. Mm-hmm. And, and so then our keeper led us through questions that really created an opportunity for clear understanding of each other's worldviews. And I think in, in past discussions, whether just between the two of us one-on-one or you know, with a mediator, like a counselor, uh, you know, I, I, I think the circles really kind of taught us that rather than dive into a specific pain point um, that tended to result in heightened emotions, frustration, defensiveness, not hearing one another, talking over one another, mm-hmm. um, I, I really saw the power in and kind of bringing things up a few levels, right? To really, again, allow for that understanding um, what's inside and not just making assumptions. Yes. The other thing that was really important, Lisa, was the the talking piece. So Mm -hmm. 
it eliminates interruption and it really facilitates you're there really to listen when you don't have that talking piece. And there is real power in that. And that is something that I think everybody has an opportunity to listen more and talk less. And I know I really um, had a, a, probably a greater opportunity than my husband. And I still you know, continue to work on that. That is so beautiful, Heather. And I think you're right. I think when couples have the opportunity to slow down and find where they're in more agreement than when they're more different is when we start from a place of strength, the conversation is just gonna go in a better direction right out of the gate. And I think you pointed out too, is not assuming we have a complete understanding of each other. And I think so frequently uh, therapeutic environments or even environments where there's prayer and healing, we just go after the assumptions that we have all the information rather than that slowing down. So. I just want to affirm you in the way you've, you've walked through this and you notice the difference of how circle slowed down matters, but also did it from a position of building on the strengths and the common ground rather than all the areas of division first. Beautiful. Gosh, you said it so perfectly. And, and Lisa, I think that this is a perfect setup and I'd like to just share uh, you know, a specific situation that I think um, really connects to all of the points that that you just mentioned. So, you know, Go my husband it. and I, we, we, we actually have our own circle um, discussions, just the two of us. I mean, you can do it in a group setting if you need to, you know, bring in a mediator or what have you, or you can just do it on your own. And, you know, as we talked about, Circles offers the opportunity to be very intentional and thoughtful when preparing for a difficult conversation. And I had never really learned to do that. And so, you know, before I create an outline of, of the questions that I think will help facilitate um, you know, conflict management or clear understanding, um, I always pray and invite the Holy Spirit to guide me. And as we talked about, rather than addressing a specific topic, the Spirit has always guided me to ask more broad questions. So I'll give you an example. Uh, one circle where my husband and, and myself had had repeated disagreements on parenting approaches and styles, um, rather than address the, the, the prior uh, conversations um, or specific conversations, um, I decided to create, okay, what is our goal of this conversation? What questions might help us get closer to our goal and what actions could we, would we take? And, and so it, I'm going to give you the questions because I think you'll really truly understand, um, what I mean by keeping it broad. So the questions that the spirit led me to ask were, what do you most value and what brings you joy in our relationship? Mm. This, the second question was, what makes you sad about our relationship? And then the third question was, what will I, and we, we both answered these questions, commit to doing differently to strengthen our relationship? And I got to tell you, it was truly amazing how asking those three questions, we were able to bring up some of that repeated conflict um, and specifics around um, some of the disagreement on our parents, parenting styles and approaches and how the differences affected not only our relationship, but our 
our blended family and our children. And we walked away both feeling pretty good versus feeling defeated, hopeless. And we also, you know, committed to one another to what, what is our piece of the pie? What are we going to do differently to minimize having like future situations? Wow, Heather, like you are just so brilliant in the way you crafted this. I, you know, you're reminding me of a lesson I've learned from a guy named Edwin Friedman. He wrote the book, A Failure of Nerve, and he talks very specifically that so many uh, family leaders, so yourself, your husband, they rele- relegate their power to uh, an expert, even though that expert may not have ever walked a day in their shoes. And he reminds uh, family leaders specifically, because he's addressing family systems, and he was a marriage and family uh, therapist as well. And he said, you know, there's so much power when people are willing to just assess and take responsibility for the environment in which they're crafting and creating. They already know what to do. They have the most information. They really just need a process to help facilitate and guide and lead themselves to a place that they want to be in. So I just want to affirm you, you handled this so beautifully and we're so honoring to your spouse, but also to the legacy that you're trying to, to build in your family. Well done. Ah, well, thank you (laughs) Um, for, for the, the giving me um, that positive reinforcement. And, you know, I can, I can just share that really the circle process creates an opportunity every time we leverage it to really open up our hearts. And it also helps remind us why we were brought back together. And I think many times when there's a disagreement um, or a conflict, it can further divide and, you know, get in the way of strengthening, strengthening a relationship where this process actually does the opposite. And I think it also taught me something and my husband that it's okay if we disagree on something. I think it's the past. We thought if we don't disagree, there's a problem. No, there really isn't necessarily a problem. We just have to figure out if we disagree, how we might meet in the middle, for example. Um, But, you know, I would just say it, it just circles really sets up the conversation in a non-confrontational way. And I really think that it helps eliminate judgment and feeling the need to become defensive. And, you know, again, truly amazing that you're able to address th- that, that bad fruit, those, those, you know, situations yeah. that just won't seem to go away that cause that conflict and strife um, to really being able to, you know, talk through and, and agree upon how we as a couple can work together to initiate that change. No, I am so proud of you, Heather, the way that you have chosen to lean in, learn this process, and then be the risk taker to try something new in your marriage. I just, I'm so impressed with the way you carried yourself and walked through this and, and taken uh, personal responsibility. You know, there takes a lot of humility for us as women to go like, okay, there's so many things I could see like that he could do differently. Right. Like we, we get ourselves <laughs> there, but That's I just right. love the way that you, um, 
you walked into this. And for those that are listening, I just think there was a brilliance too of you choosing to weave your faith into this. Not everyone who's listening may share the same faith practice, but I hope that for those that are listening can uh, see the beauty that they can bring their spiritual heritage, their cultural heritage. You know what you need to, to make change happen in your life. And you get to weave in your spiritual um, the faith practices, the cultural practices that make sense to you and your family. So Heather, well done. I have one final question and we'll, we'll wrap things up. What was the outcome of doing circle with your spouse? Well, as I had mentioned, you know, we, we both walked away with a clear understanding that resulted in commitment and agreement towards actions of what each of us need to take to change behavior, right? When future situations arise. And that's, that's huge. huge. Um, and, and, you know, I would say the, you know, the outcome, well, it's still a work in progress, right? We're, we're still, yep. we're, we're still working on life and, you know, we don't have all of the answers, but what's really cool is we have a new approach to continue to make progress and to strengthen our, our marriage and our blended family. And, you know, I think, the one thing that I am so grateful for is leading up to the conversations, there is so much less anxiety. If I mm. think about, you know, before going to a counselor session, you know, you're dreading it. You're, you're not looking forward to, to the experience and or when, if you just decide to approach, you know, your spouse on a specific issue where you've done this in the past and it became volatile, right? And it became a yeah. shouting match. And, and I just, in circles, I haven't experienced that. And so I just think from a mental health standpoint, um, it's really helped both of us. And finally, you know, I just think the facilitation of a partnership approach and accountability between the two of us, um, it's not just, hey, this is your problem or my problem. This is us together. We're partners here and we're leading our family. And so, you know, I think I would just end by saying that, you know, we, we continue to learn more about each other, understand where each of us is coming from and, and allowing for more patience and grace. Yes. Wow. Well, Heather, I couldn't have said it better myself. I know this is what I've experienced and I'm so happy to hear you've had similar outcomes and that it's right. You're right. It's the, it's a learning process for the rest of our lives, but now you have a way <laughs> to enter into it and not have that anxiety. I did not think about that, but that is such a powerful component of what this process does for the human heart. It settles us. It, it almost, it provides hope that we can actually walk through these circumstances and come out on the other side, not uh, totally mangled. We can walk into them with clarity with a little bit more confidence, knowing that the process itself is going to hold that relationship where it needs to be. So thank you, Heather. Thank you for who you are and that you were so willing to share your story with us today. Any final words? Well, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for introducing me to Circles. You know, it, it has made a significant difference in, in our lives and I'm, I'll be forever grateful. And I, I'm hopeful that me sharing my story will encourage anyone who's listening to, to give it a try. Well, I would agree with you, Heather, as I was listening to you talk, I thought, wow, you, your story 
will powerfully change other blended families for the better and quite possibly hold them together instead of a failed marriage for them. So thank you. Thank you for your willingness to be vulnerable and courageous to show up today. So appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you.